Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time that may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Raymond's Weekly Podcast. I'm sitting here with Tony McKinnon, T-Mac, on a beautiful February afternoon. Um, February 8th, actually, is the date we're recording the program. Probably be a month or so before we actually air it on the on whatever <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> on Podbean, yeah, Podbean, <laughs> wherever you find podcasts. Um, it's good to be with you guys back in 2023. Um, you know, we took a few weeks off airing the podcast, and so so we're here back um, once again. We have Paul Cavanaugh, the Grand Church in Kendall, Louisiana, joining with us, and um, we're, we're talking about you know off the air, talking about healings and miracles in a i think actually even said in the on the 2023 um january 1st Mm -hmm. podcast that um and the lord just shared with me that that we're gonna have a we're gonna see great more healings more miracles and uh, um anyone that ever heard me preach that's one thing i always pray for every time pray for revival to the this nation revival to this generation you know because this generation needs revival i mean you we i mean you know the things that our kids deal with you know, we didn't have to deal with. I mean, all of the, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, and I know when you guys were kids, there was no question about what gender you are. No, I'm just saying, thing that's, that's where my mind was going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and um, I'm even this week, um, I talked to someone um, that their their nephew or now niece or whatever is going through a gender reassignment surgery, and um. Their parents are Raymond graduates, um, both mm. of them. Um, you know, and it's just it's just sad. You know, the indoctrination uh, of America. Yeah, we we were we were ahead of the curve in that when and because you know everybody's got an uncle. Uh-huh. You know the uncle. <laughs> yeah, Mama's uncle Bobby, and there's a lot of things Uncle Bobby did to me and told me growing up. A lot of sayings that can't be repeated. I couldn't have found out most of them's true. Not all of them, though. But he had this thing when I was little. He started telling me. He'd look at me real serious, and he'd say, you know, when I was little, before I became a boy, I was a girl. And he'd say, you know what? You're a little boy, so you know what that means? When you get older, you're going to turn into a girl. (laughs) (laughs) And so there was a short little period I was terrified I was going to grow up and turn into a girl. He was waiting, (laughs) checking the mirror every day. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He was a prophet, I guess. <laughs> no, it, 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 it is um, interesting, you know, the whole I, – I, I, there's so many initials anymore, I don't even know all yeah. the LGBTQ. Yeah. It's hard to keep up. I, I, I actually, it, I found that at the end of all that, you're supposed to put a plus now. Cause yeah, whatever. plus, okay. plus, plus is that, whatever. Is that yeah, the way plus, you do it? I think it's plus, plus, yeah. actually. They should put a minus because, yeah. you know. And so – yeah. But being the person that I am, um, so I was filling out a, a form the other day, and government you know type form can't remember, and I don't know. So they asked me what gender I was. It says I'm male or female. I'm like, I don't have other choices. <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah, crazy. I also wanted to know because it also asked my nationality. And I said, um, I, you know, I obviously, I guess I identify as Caucasian, you know, but I said, but I have Indian in me. So what if I want to put Indian? She goes, whatever you want to put, just, just check whatever. I don't, I don't care what you check. 
We're in, we're in the process of uh, redoing a couple of nurseries at the church, and um, the nursery director was showing me some pictures of what they wanted to do on the wall, and she said, on this wall right here, what I'm thinking, we're going to paint a big rainbow, and immediately I looked, I said, now, let's be clear on this rainbow. <laughs> she started laughing. I said, I just want to make sure we're clear on it. She said, that's not why I want it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have the right number of stripes. But, you know, it, it's sad that we, it's come to that. you got to think yeah, about stupid. this stuff, yeah. that somebody could come in a nursery, look at that, and think something else. Yep. Yep. I mean, yep. it's crazy. Yep. Well, it's, you know, it's just a day and age that, yeah. that we live in. But anyway, I, I pray for revival to this generation. Yes. And, and then I, I always pray for signs, wonders, miracles, and healing taking place. And, you know, um, it is interesting that we've, I think I, I shared about that, the one in, in Florida, we had a, a, a young young man that was um, healed of a, a brain tumor. Um, I mean, just a miraculous thing just disappeared um, from a prayer cloth. And, um We've been getting lots and lots of testimonies, um, people getting healed, you know, just for praying for people on, online. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, you know, as they're which we do every Sunday. Yeah, you know, every Sunday we stream the service and we we also pray for you know people, you know, you know, you know there. And so, man, we've heard, I mean, countless testimonies. Obviously, we, we get testimonies here in in the in the church service, you know, from from the prayer cloth and like. But we've been getting a lot of a lot of testimonies that they're at home. Or they were wherever they were yeah. and watching the service on, online, and you know that's, you know, b- because you can release your faith no matter where you're at, and so right. it's just a wonderful thing. And so I know Tony was t- telling me that you you guys have had having some miraculous things going on in your church, and so I, I just want to touch on because you know what, I always believe it's great to give testimonies. First yeah. of all, yeah. we need to know that, that Jesus is a healer. Yeah. We, we need to know that 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 He does heal, um, but also too, you know, if there's somebody that is going through a similar situation that they can use that testimony like like you know um i've always said no matter what you you can be diagnosed with something may, maybe it's a very rare disease but i guarantee you, you can find somebody online or whatever that probably had that disease and got healed or yeah. something like that yeah. you know I, I even um i even did i was teaching them healing school back in the day um um and you know, remember Lance Armstrong come up the Livestrong um, bracelets. Well, then later, um, Lance Armstrong um, admitted that he had cancer, and um, and then he claimed that he was healed from cancer without help from God. That's what he claimed. I mean, that was his actual, you know, through medicine and eating right or whatever. That they, and so um, I know kind of shocked people, but I I. I Told the people, I said, um, said, you guys should get one of those Livestrong um, bracelets, put it on. They're like, why would I want to do? Why, why would I want to glorify that? And I, and I said, well, because if this man can get healed without God, think how much easier it is <laughs> to get healed with God. That's a good point. And, and, and so you can remember, hey, this guy got healed without God. I mean, it should be, a, it should be, you know, a, a cakewalk to be healed, you know, you know, with God's help and things like that. Um, at that time, we didn't have any other bracelets now now we have our own bracelets yeah. or whatever um but um you know tell us some te- i mean um, i know you were telling us one testimony so, um let us know what's going on at your church um after we we come into january there and 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 i wasn't uh, like we were talking about it i wasn't like in a, a series on healing obviously we mm-hmm. believe in healing and we teach healing and i talk about it maybe even in 
what whatever sermon I'm doing go off in there. But as far as specifically teaching on it, uh, I wasn't. But uh, I began to notice that uh, people were turning in testimonies and talking about it. And um, uh, t- these two that I'm going to share, I hate to use a word that stood out as significant because if you're healed of anything, it's significant <laughs> yeah. to you. Yeah. And so, because there's a because, lot of ones. Because if you're sick, that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's any, any kind of healing significant. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. W- w- whether it's it's a hurt leg or that's a hurt it. arm or that's it. Uh, we we had a guy actually one of them in his shoulder for two years had bothered him and uh, actually Tony Cook was there ministering and had a word of knowledge and uh, they they uh, you know talking about the shoulder he went up got prayer and was healed wow and um and that was very significant for him mm-hmm. with what he does and his arm and so uh but these two um were just in regard to uh, maybe it was because they were babies it, it really uh impacted me in hearing about it and um this was a guy that that comes to the church uh, him and his wife and his kids and this was his sister that he had told he asked me or let me know she's going to be coming in. she'd never been to the church before doesn't go to church and uh, from my understanding, and so uh, she's pregnant, or was pregnant, and um, she was seeing her regular doctor, and then she was also had been sent to a uh, a pediatric uh, neurologist. neurologist, and uh, was <laughs> <laughs> thank you, and was uh, you know checking all this out. But what they had they had come up with with what they were seeing um, from the uh, the ultrasounds and and all the other tests that they were doing as the baby uh, was going to need surgery after being born, uh, among other things, uh, spinal bifida, uh, they said was going to be a problem with the baby walking um, is what they were looking at. They were uh, saying that, that they felt like the baby would have issues swallowing, breathing, eating. It was so many different things to do with this, what he referred to as free fluid in the right ventricle of the the baby's brain and so they were actually talking about seeing another specialist they'd been seeing this and and one of the things on the table of this my understanding was they were speculating that um the baby may be born blind um there was a test for uh hydrocephalus if i'm saying it right because the levels were borderline it's just a it's just a host of things mm-hmm. um that they were saying some of it was going to be definite some of it was speculation they were going to have to do a special birth uh the specialist would have to be there anyway she come to the church uh one sunday uh sat through the service come up at the end we you know asked altar workers to come up if anybody needed prayer went up she was prayed for went and uh baby's part baby's been born now baby's perfectly fine and the tests they continued to do, they saw they couldn't find any any of this that they had previously seen. Released her from the care of the specialist, had a regular doctor, had the baby, the baby's fine. Wow, praise God. Yeah, yeah it was powerful. And um, one of the other ones concerning a baby was um, the baby was born and uh, had uh, four holes, monitoring four holes in the baby's heart. Uh, they put the baby in the NIC unit. And uh, kept there for a little while. Uh, they had uh, a um, pediatric cardiologist come in, look at the baby, and began to you know talk to him about what all was going to be required, talking about at some point in the future surgery, this kind of thing. And so uh, that that uh, pediatric uh, cardiologist, they were going to go see again. Well, they once they were released, they come to the church, uh, got prayer. Uh, anointed the baby, you know, with oil, everything, and uh, took the baby back home. So I believe it was the next day 
it was within 48 hours, but but I need my wife here to correct me. <laughs> but I, I believe it was the next well, day. She was invited to come. Yes, yes, yes. yes. She turned me down she flat. Declined, I'll tell you right now. Declined, but uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but um, they went back to the uh, pediatric cardiologist, did all the tests, no signs of the holes. Wow. Everything's Praise closed God. up, released from the care. And so oh, somebody yeah. had mentioned after this saying, well, you know, uh, somebody mentioned to me, you know, if the holes are on the flap and I think one of them might have been for sure. They said, you know, a hole can close up. I said, not in 24 hours. <laughs> I mean, and they all closed up, but it's just, just amazing. Wow. And, uh, there's just been a, now, now I'm teaching on healing. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm teaching on it. I've started because, uh, but it's just amazing, but it, there's, um, nothing different as my point was being taught mm -hmm. or anything. It's just all of a sudden at the turn of the year, there was an increase and, it, and it's significant. Yeah. It's significant. It's noticeable. Mm -hmm. um, just powerful stuff. Wow. You know, a lot of times it just seems that Christians, you know, have been I'll say in the way a long time. <laughs> I've been Christians a long time. You know, sometimes we want to be healed, but we don't expect to be healed. You know, I mean, but, you know, I, I was reading my grandfather's book, Healing Belongs to Us, and we did a, a sermon on it the other day, but... You know, healing already belongs to us. It's already ours. Um, just like salvation belongs to us, but but we have to accept it by faith. Yeah. And yeah. same with healing. I mean, it's it's by faith. And of course, going back to Isaiah, which is it's so awesome. I mean, thinking about you know that it was prophesied. I can't can't remember how many thousand of years before Jesus was even born was was Isaiah. I, I had that at one point in time because I actually put that that fact out there. I googled yeah. it one time. Um, <laughs> anyway, but Isaiah fifty three four and five says, "Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we." are healed it says we have already been healed it doesn't say we're going to be healed and a lot of people um think that they're in faith but they're not in faith um because they're believing that they are going to get healed going mm -hmm. to get is, is future tense faith is always now yeah you know the bible says uh, hebrews 11 1 now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things um not seen and so you know faith is your evidence of your healing before you have it that's right. And, and a lot of people, you know, they almost have the Thomas type, type faith. Well, faith, um, well, I'll believe I get it when I get it, you know. So they're believing that they're going to get their healing. Well, going to get anything, you know, faith is past tense, not future tense. Yeah. You know, we have to believe that we are healed. Yeah. yeah. We have been healed. The, the stripes are laid upon his back 2,000 years ago, and by his stripes, we were healed. And um, the way we receive our healing is through our faith. Is you know, the Bible says, "Only believe." All things are possible to them that believes. Now, um, if you don't believe, nothing's possible. And and a lot of people, they um, you know, they're in the want. I mean, you know, they want it, but they don't believe it. Now, going back to um, Mark eleven twenty four, I I love it because it, it says, "What things soever." you desire and i like the the king james version uses the word desire other versions use want things like and i think that word desire is a whole lot different than the word want it is you know yeah. and so what things do you desire because if you desire something 
you're going to work hard to make it happen. Mm -hmm. You want something, you may or may not work hard, depending on who 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 you are. I mean, you know, yeah. and, um, a lot of people, you know, they're they're wishing upon a star or whatever, whatever you know, the, the, the quote Walt Disney. Um, so, <laughs> which I probably shouldn't do that on our podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but that's uh, someone's. Actually, I, I did a. <laughs> I did a podcast the other day um, for somebody, and they had me pray, a bunch of pastors or whatever. And um, also there was a fundraising deal, and I, I was – they had a, a deal for everyone who, who donates $10. They're going to be entered into a, into a thing, you know, um, for, a, for a raffle for a thing, and I, you know, for every $10 you donate. And I, I'm like, you know, $10 is not a big deal. Said, I said, my wife and I went to Starbucks today and spent more than $10. And so I had one of my past friends. We, we had a because we were hosting the thing and we had a private chat. He goes, he goes, you just mentioned Starbucks. I mean, so, so I mean, afterwards he was like being funny about it, but chastised yeah. me for yeah. uh, you know for going to Starbucks. But anyway, <laughs> you know, it was convenient. Um, yeah, I mean, I go there quite a bit. And you know, uh, talking about healing with it and with what you were saying. Um, one thing that's interesting, I was thinking about with this. Uh, I didn't realize this at first. That's why another reason I, I needed my wife here. But she she pointed out to me with this this cardiologist we were talking about. This is the same cardiologist that we dealt with uh, with my. I, I think that God's got to be working on this guy mm. that we dealt with with uh, my youngest daughter. Um, her testimony is that uh, we adopted her, brought her home from the hospital. And um, I don't know. We were kind of thinking that maybe they, the doctors were communicating with the birth mother because we didn't know until we were going out of the hospital. Now, Sheila didn't have the baby, you know, in the sense, but she, they made her ride in a wheelchair. So they, they handed her the baby. Now, she had been in the NIC unit for a month. Again, Sheila would correct me how long we'd go see her. But we knew that because she was so premature, why she, you know, we thought that's why she's in there. They weren't telling us anything. Mm. I think they were communicating with her, and maybe she was afraid if they she communicated that they'd say, "Well, we don't want to adopt her or yeah. something." Yeah. So we're leaving the hospital, and the doctors meet us, and they just lay everything out. She's going to be on Lasix for this. She's going to be on this, and she's going to probably have to have a surgery. He come in by the time she's a couple of years old. Then she'll need another surgery when she gets up in her teenage years. And so she had uh, two holes in her heart. Not on the flap, because they said those can close these were, and they were talking about the surgery. So we were devastated, not knowing what, yeah. you know, what, what did the, we didn't even know about this. But we took her home, and we, we prayed, and uh, we spoke the word over her. And what we began to do is they had a home health nurse that came. She was under the care of this uh, uh, pedi pediatric cardiologist for, for several years. And um, I think that's significant. I think what, what you were saying, sometimes we're looking for a certain thing, and we don't realize that when we're speaking the word that that healing power is working. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we continued to speak it. And every time we gave her medicine, we declared that the power of God was working in her yeah. according to the word, quoting the word over. And uh, after a year, maybe two years, and when we, as we were going, we'd go to this. We had regular checkups with him. He said, these holes are closing. He said, I've, I've never seen this. He said, but whatever you're doing, keep doing it. <laughs> and so we kept going. And what happened, and again, if she was here, she'd correct me, but I would say four years, whatever it was. She never had no surgery, but they t she was totally released from the care of that uh, 
cardiologist. I keep having to hesitate. Just call him a doctor. He's a doctor. He's a a good doctor. (laughs) And so uh, she's totally released. She's fine. She's 16 now. She's never had no surgery like that. Healthy. 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 Beautiful girl. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so this is God. the same doctor. Same it's the same cardiologist. Same pediatric cardiologist. This is this guy I was talking about the other day. Mm. Yeah. So so obviously, you know, that helps him. You know, seeing testimonies. Yeah. And um, how um, he can believe. Um, trying to look this up. I I want to, I want to make sure I read, read read this right. Um, so um, some of you may or may not know. I I've. I've had some kidney issues um, in life, and um, so um, and one of the things that in my kidneys is um, it would um, create I, I would have protein in my urine, um, and um, passing what should be keeping. Yeah, passing what what so instead of protein going to my bodies to yeah. to you know help my cells or whatever, yeah. it was coming out in, in my urine. And um, at one point in time, I, I can't remember how they measure it, but I had like 30,000 whatever milliliters or something. Which, so basically they had told me that most people actually have um, 500 or less, um, you know, that, and they consider that normal. My doctor said if you have 1,000 or less, that would be normal. But if I read it right, um, I just went to the doctor yesterday, and so it says um, protein in urine, it says negative. So they didn't detect any protein in, in my urine. So, <laughs> so that, that's pretty, pretty amazing. Praise and, the yeah, Lord. And we've been yeah. claiming it yeah. um, you know, all the time. I mean, you know, and, and sometimes people get upset because they don't get healed instantly. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing. But e- even, even in the, the um, New Testament, there were pe- people that were healed as they went. Yeah. You know, sometimes uh, Jesus told them, so, go show yourself to the priest. And when they left, they didn't look any different. Right. But by the time they get to the priest— you know, and we think that might be a few hours, but that could be a few days because they're going back yeah. to their hometown. Right. Um, you know, and you know they don't have automobiles, and you know they're they're walking or or whatever. Yeah. Or riding a donkey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, you know, um, you know, healing does belong to us, and and what do we believe? I mean, you know, people would like. I know an individual that um that they were standing in agreement for believing for their healing and and they got healed and they were shocked <laughs> like <laughs> this actually works <laughs> you know and it, and they had been in, in church a, a long time you know but they had never really seen healing you know to, to that degree it made something it wasn't like a cold something you know it was some neck issues something, something yeah. back i mean you know something significant yeah that was one of these things that might need surgery and they were healed of it. I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, healing belongs to you. But, you know, and so I don't know if it really was on their faith or not because <laughs> they, they were shocked that they got healed, you know. Yeah. So, but, you know, I, I know doing meetings with my grandfather, a lot of times we come to the book table. And I remember there was one story, I know right where we were, we were Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Actually, I think it was um, 1988, August, by the way. Um, you know, so, um, we were in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, did a meeting, and you, know, we, you, know, you noticed. So our crusade team, you know, they would work the healing line, and then they worked the book table. So one of the individuals had seen the lady in the healing line, says, and so she was at the book table um, looking at books and 
and tapes at the time, wasn't CDs. To, well, CDs were out in 1988, but we didn't have any on our table. Um, but um, <laughs> I, I had some in my house. Not Christian, not, well, not, not, um, not preaching CDs. Not on healing. <laughs> yeah, not on healing. <laughs> I don't know even how preaching CDs out in 98, but some singers had, had, had CDs. But anyway, um, so um, they asked this lady, he said, you get healed? She goes, well, I sure hope so. I mean, well, hoping so is not believing. You know, and that's yeah. where a lot of people, they might not use those words, I still hope, hope so, but that's what they're, they're still hoping. They're hoping and praying. And yeah. so we have to believe that we have been healed. Well, and then we have to be strong in faith because um, like this one girl didn't even come to church. Right. She didn't get healed on her faith. No. She got healed on, on, on the faith, the corporate faith of, yeah. of, of the, you know, the ones that, you know, so, so yeah. But that's also, you know, a sign and a wonder, you know, for people who, yeah. who who don't know or haven't seen it. And, you know, and obviously um, if you, my grandfather would, would talk a lot, you know, he said that he would see a lot of people who were baby Christians mm-hmm. or, or they weren't Christians at all or weren't church at all. So, you know, th- they would get healed instantly because, you know, they're just using whatever faith they have. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, God, you, t- you tell me God's good and he does this. Okay. And not, yeah. and not hurt enough junk, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, to push against it. And what he, you know, uh, Brother Hagin would always would quote Raymond T. Ritchie. Healing is the dinner bell, mm-hmm. you know, draws people yeah. uh, to salvation. Yeah. You know, you know, and also, too, we talk about, I mean, you know, you go overseas to a location, do some kind, kind of meeting. And, and a lot of people just think, well, you're educated, you know, you're an educated white man, you know, sometimes. And, and, yeah. you know, they just take a hold of whatever you say. I mean, you yeah. know, they, yeah, they, you know, and, and you see, you see more. It is interesting. A lot of times when we take them, um, um, you know, our students, you know, every spring break, we, we the Rayma students have an opportunity to go on a missions trip and well, COVID kind of messed that up for a couple of years, but anyway, um, we go to different places, and and you see these students. I mean, their eyes light up. They're like, "I pray for the guy. He got complete. He got healed instantly." <laughs> I mean, you know, they're. I mean, you know, we've seen legs grow out, and you know, all yeah. kinds, all kinds yeah. of different things happen. It's yeah. just, it's just amazing. I know I was in Colombia, and actually, um, the, what I do a lot of times, we, you know, I have some services, but we had the, you know, had them. They were ministering, and so, so at the close of their. That, that night we had a little get together and talked about how service went, and, and I talked to him about um, about the anointing, about how, how to minister to the to the sick um, and stuff, and and, and um, something I don't really talk about a whole lot. But and so lo and behold, the, the next day we were actually at Raymond Columbia. Next day I was actually teaching at Raymond Columbia. They went out to go minister at, at a school, and it was it was pretty awesome in Columbia. They let us minister because I was with them on some of the schools we went to. We went to public schools and ministered healing. They didn't; these people yeah. didn't didn't care. Yeah. We we prayed for the sick. Wow. So it was in, the interesting part about it is is that so, you know, they asked some of these kids if if they they wanted prayer for healing, and a number of kids raised their hands. So they started praying. Well, they didn't put anyone behind them because they didn't know. Nobody thought anyone was going to fall under the power. <laughs> but it said, lo and behold, every person fell under the power. I mean, I mean, just just a couple of things that I. I told them uh, it just meant the meant the world, and yeah. basically what I told them was, you know, they're not getting healed on your faith. I mean, it's in the name of Jesus, and I, and, yeah. I, and I said, you know, so a lot of times, you know, 
they didn't expect these people to get healed. They just were just praying. They they were praying a prayer of agreement with yeah. them, mm-hmm. was what they were doing. You know, but when you when you in fact I've heard my grandfather actually said, you know, he'll use the word we're gonna minister to the sick, not pray for the sick, we're right. gonna minister to right. the sick. Yeah. You know, we're to minister God's healing power um to the sick. And and so it was this amazing and that you know, the rest of that whole whole time I and mean, we we had all kinds of, of healings taking place, you know, and you know, and because when they had a healing line, they expected these people to get healed. Yeah, and I, I think that's something else too. As a minister, we, we should expect people to get healed. Yeah. Now, is everyone going to get healed? No, they're not going to get healed because some some people don't believe. And you know, and then I know my grandfather talks about falling. He goes, he goes, falling won't heal you. He goes, I, I've had healing lines where everyone falls except for one person. That one person didn't fall, got healed. Everybody <laughs> else did. And then I've had other lines that are completely opposite. So. It doesn't matter. He said, you know, the reason people fall sometimes is the spirit, of the, the power of God hits you, yeah. and your natural body can't stand up. And I mean, the, so. when the supernatural comes in contact with the natural, something's got to give, yeah. and yeah. it ain't going to be the supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, maybe you're listening to this podcast wherever you are, whether you're in India, whether you're in Japan, you know, Africa, wh- wherever you might be, but maybe you're listening to this podcast, and you need healing in your body. And so what I'm going to do right now is, is I'm going to pray for you. So, I mean, you know, stretch your hand out toward your phone or where, however you're listening to, to this podcast, and I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now for each and every individual that, that is listening to this podcast under the sound of my voice that needs healing in their body, healing in their mind, healing in their soul. Maybe they need mental healing. Maybe they, they need some other kind of healing, emotional healing. Father God, we just thank you right now that there is no distance in the Spirit. And we thank you, Father, from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. The healing power of God is flowing into their bodies to affect a healing and a cure, to drive out that that Satan has wrought. Father God, we just thank you right now in advance for testimonies that we shall hear and that we shall see. And we thank you, Father, for for healings and miracles and and, and, and that one that, that, that is having back issues right now in the name of Jesus yes, back Lord. be well Thank now you. be healed now and, and that other one that, that says well I don't need healing but but my son needs healing father God we just say right right now in the name of Jesus we just thank you that this that this boy is well and healthy in the name of Jesus we just thank you, Father, in advance for testimonies we shall hear and that we shall see. And we give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen, amen. and amen. 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 I just want to encourage you, um, you know, when when you get the manifestation of your healing, I want to encourage you to send us um, send us a testimony. Um, testimony at rhema.org. That's testimony at rhema.org. Um, let the, send us an email. Tell us about, about you know what went on tell us about the you know that we, we prayed for you on the podcast you know and it's just awesome you know what god is doing all around the world amen amen maybe you're listening today and you're in your you know you're thinking man i'd like to learn about healing and prayer and things like that raymond bible training college is a great place um to learn more about the god's word or to train for the ministry uh, in fact a, a lot of people come to Rama. They weren't considering coming to ministry. They were just coming to train for, you know, just to learn more about the Word of God. And lo and behold, they've been pastors for 12 years or 13 years or something like that. It's just it's amazing, you know, what God does. But, you know, if you're out there listening and you're thinking, man, you know, things in my life haven't been going good or, or whatever, I just need to change. 
Um, maybe think about coming to Rainbow Bible Training College. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. You say, well, I'm 35 or I'm 50 years old. I don't care how old you are. You know what? There, there's never a wrong time to come learn more about the Bible. Rainbow Bible Training College. And actually, we are the most affordable Bible college in the nation, um, by the way. And so if you'll just go to rbtc.org, rbtc.org, if you'll just give us your name, your email, and a phone number, we'll immediately send you a digital packet, and then we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call and talk to you more about Rama. talk to you about, about maybe coming to Rama College weekend or coming to visit us on campus and learn more about Rama Bible Training College. There's also plenty of information there on the website. You can learn rbtc.org. Amen. Well, praise God. Do you Amen. guys have anything else that you might want to share before we... Um, Pleasure having you with us, Paul. I enjoyed it. And if you're listening there. and you find yourself lost some down in South Louisiana <laughs> between uh, Lake Charles and Alexandria, find the Grand Church. That's it. There's at least 2,500 people there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 2,500 people. Yeah. <laughs> no Walmart, but you got a yeah. casino. That's yeah. it. That's it. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Well, here at Raymond, we're bringing hope, hope help, and healing to the world. world. God bless you guys. You have a wonderful day. <laughs>